Hey everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Sydney. And this is Something Sick. I can't believe that we're finally doing this. I know. It's been like three years yes. in the making. Finally, people can hear what we're like. We're so funny. We're alone. <laughs> Yeah, this is it. We just sit around and talk about ghosts. And true crime. Yeah. We we straight up are haunted. So yeah. our kitchen is haunted. <laughs> yeah. Specifically the kitchen. Today we were sitting in our living room and all of a sudden we heard a crash. Like sound like something shattered in our kitchen. Like which the is loudest. tiny. <laughs> and we walk over and the light fixture had fallen straight down from the ceiling. But it didn't break so i don't know we don't know how it fell it was scary it was scary <laughs> but that's fine the maintenance man will get on that hopefully i don't know i'm scared maybe he can get rid of the ghost as well as fixing the light i mean the lights out in the hallway flicker maybe that's not the bulb going out it's, <laughs> it's been going like that for months it's our ghost yeah so what are we talking about today we're talking about waverly hills sanatorium eee. and if any of you know us we love waverly hills it's my favorite <laughs> We started talking about going in our freshman year of college, like three years ago. Yeah. And we finally went literally the week that COVID hit. <laughs> like a couple days. Yeah. Like two days later, our school had shut down. Yeah. Good times. And then we went back on Halloween. Yes. We've been twice in one year, so we're experts, basically. <laughs> yes. When I close my eyes, I can picture everything. I know. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Are we ready? We're ready. I wrote this first part trying to be mysterious, but I think I'm taking it back and I'm just going to talk. I want to hear the mysterious part. Okay. Do you want me to just read it how I wrote it? Yes. This was, this was my first draft. I didn't Give even fix it. Give me the full Ryan Bergara. It's not even that good. I just, this was <laughs> trying to figure out what I wanted to say. Okay. <laughs> Tucked away behind a golf course in a small neighborhood. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Take okay. it. <laughs> yes, it is. Indeed. Waverly Hills Sanatorium sits behind a golf course in a small neighborhood. And honestly, you can't even see it from the road, which is quite crazy because yeah. you would think a building of that size you would be able to see from the street, but you cannot. Waverly has been deemed one of the most haunted hospitals in not only the United States, but the world. This is I'm reading this word for word for you. Good. I'm ready. Everyone that comes to Waverly Hills will experience something. After visiting Waverly twice, I think we can definitively say that it lives up to the claims. Heck yeah. But to understand the level of haunt at the sanatorium, I'm going to start in the year 1883. <laughs> okay. Before there was Waverly Hills, Major Thomas H. Hayes purchased the land for his family to build a one-room schoolhouse for his kids. On Pages Lane, there was no existing schools close to the hill, as it was called. The hill. Uh, Mr. Hayes hired a teacher called Lizzie Lee Harris, and she chose the name Waverly School because she loved Sir Walter Scott's Waverly novels. And Major Hayes enjoyed the name so much that he decided to name the entire property Waverly Hill. I agree. And After going to Waverly, I love the name Waverly. Yes. <laughs> I can't even hear Waverly without thinking of anything else. Me neither. And then in the early 1900s, a severe outbreak of tuberculosis began in Jefferson County in Kentucky. Sydney is from Kentucky. Everybody. Yes, I am. 
Louisville sits along the Ohio River Louisville. with a lot of <laughs> wetlands, which helped the tuberculosis bacteria thrive and caused many cases in the city. And then in 1908, the Board of Tuberculosis Hospital purchased the land and began construction, and they kept the name upon opening a sanatorium. But they dropped an E. There used to be an E before the Y. And so, oh. but I looked up to see if there was any reasoning for that change. There was not. They didn't want to pay for the net. An extra E. Yeah. Like, on the sign. But they added sanatorium. Yeah. <laughs> they added a long word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Continue. I just thought this was interesting. I don't know. I don't normally like, care about architecture that much, but I guess I do because I love HGTV. But it was, like, talking about... Also, my sources were, like, the New Waverly website, and then I also found one from, like... 2003 which was very interesting and so this is like the architecture thing is like from the Waverly website and so it was the original Waverly Hills Sanatorium was only two stories with a hipped roof and half timbering and I did not know what that meant so I I don't know what that means (laughs) and half timber means that the building was a wooden frame and the spaces were filled with brick or stone but the wood still shown, which okay. was interesting. And then a hipped roof is basically like a pyramid roof. Okay. Which is really weird. Yeah. So the OG Waverly looked very different yeah. than the castle-like structure it has today. Do you want to guess how many square feet Waverly is? Now? Mm-hmm. Over 100,000. Mm-hmm. 180,000 square feet. That was a good guess. I would, honestly, I, I would not have I've known. watched too many things about it. That's why I know. Yeah. So Waverly officially opened for business on July 26, 1910. And the original building was only designed to accommodate 40 to 50 tuberculosis patients. Safely. Oh, okay. Yes, safely. I was like, that's insane. <laughs> and this was at a time when no one really knew how to cure it. So they had to be isolated from the general public. And that's when people mostly became residents of the hill. Um, they were treated originally with just rest and plenty of fresh air and sunlight, so that led to the sanatoriums being built on the hill in wooded areas to have fresh air flowing to help recovery go quick, like quickly. I wrote quicker, and I started to say quickly, and it, that sounded weird. Anyways, the solarium was on one side, and those were the less sick patients, and then across the hall were the terminal rooms, which I get, yeah. but also you would think that if they thought that fresh air was, like, healing them, then you would want the sicker people I feel like they might the have given air. up on them, That's which is really sad. sad. I know. Anyway, <laughs> the tuberculosis epidemic worsened, which caused the small clinic, they called it a clinic, to become filled way above capacity with more than 140 patients in the original building, which led to the obvious decision that a larger hospital was necessary. And it was not known that TB was an airborne disease. And so that's why all the doctors and nurses also had to live there mm-hmm. because they didn't know how it was spread. They couldn't just go home. Yeah. And give it to their families. Well, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Sketchy. <laughs> so Waverly started to be updated in 1924 in March. And then it reopened on October 17, 1926. So two years later. And would accommodate at least 400 patients and was deemed one of the most well-equipped and modern tuberculosis facilities. Two beds per room on solarium and then in the rooms in the hall, terminal rooms. I don't know if the terminal rooms were one or two people. I think they were still two people, That's which is sad. sad. I know. Oh. I know. Yeah, I don't even know what else to do. <laughs> yeah, and moving on from yeah. that. <laughs> so it became its own community with its own zip code 
which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know if it still has that. I know. Zip code I was just today. wondering, like, Maybe, I what didn't, the zip code is. <laughs> should have looked that up before. I didn't think about it until it's I fine. It. It's not really important. Um, it also had its own water treatment facility, post office, and had the means to grow and cultivate its own food. And those who worked and were treated at the hospital were no longer allowed. Oh, I already read, said this kind of, but they were permanent residents on the hill. I like the on the hill. The hill. Where do you live? The hill. The hill. <laughs> but no uh, one's ever going to ask because you yeah. don't leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, though, patients were allowed visiting days with loved ones, So, but they could leave right after their visit. I don't understand that. I don't either. I feel like if you were there... Like, if the doctors and nurses can't leave, why are visitors allowed to just come and go? I don't know. It's definitely weird. Yeah. You would think... I don't even know how long they were allowed. I mean, it didn't say that it was, like, a brief visit or anything. Yeah. And I'm sure they had rules and reasons for doing it. And I mean, like, there were kids that would just play with each other every day that had tuberculosis. Yeah. So I don't know. It's very weird. It is weird. Patients also like were living there from 12 to 15 years. So that would have been sad if they were never allowed to have family visit, though. Well, yeah, I'm glad they were able to have family (laughs) visit, but it's just weird. And finally, in 1961, an antibiotic was discovered and then that treated and cured TB. So Waverly's facilities were no longer necessary. And following the shutdown, then they quarantined the building and renovated it. And it became Woodhaven Medical Services in 1962, which was for geriatric patients. Unfortunately, it was shut down by Kentucky officials in 1981 due to horrible conditions and patient mistreatment, such as electroshock therapy. It's a whole 19 years that that was going on. And it was not shut down for good reasons. (laughs) I've heard other people talking on other things about how... No one talks about the medical, Mm -hmm. like the geriatric patients and if they have ghosts. But I think maybe it was another podcast, Darker Side of Life. We love them. Shout out our faves. They really got us started into podcasts like this. But um, I think they mentioned that there was a patient from Woodhaven that had lived there and said that she would hear the elevator come up. And no mm-hmm. one would get off. Yes, yeah. And like, it, and it was very weird. Like, it was like so. It was like already pres- haunted. Yeah, but I don't remember anyone else talking about anything else. Everyone just talks about Waverly Sanatorium, just as a whole. Yeah. yeah. And so after 1981, when Woodhaven closed, Waverly fell into a disarray in the coming decades, and the property was vandalized and damaged to the point of almost being condemned, which is very sad because it was one of the best medical facilities at the time when it was created, which is horrible. And then. A couple people tried to buy it. Someone tried to buy it and make it a prison, which was denied. Good. And then this <laughs> That would like, be a freaky looking prison. Yeah. And then there was this guy, I didn't write it down his name, but he wanted to knock it down and create one of the largest Jesus statues. That was also denied. Okay. <laughs> and so Louisville was like, nah. it's very weird. <laughs> And then in 2001, Tina and Charles Mattingly purchased Waverly Hills Sanatorium with an interest in the history and the paranormal. Our icons. Also, they did have family that were treated there at some point. I don't know if it was Waverly Hills or Woodhaven, but at some point I read that they did have family there. And so the Mattingly's alongside the Waverly Hills Historical Society have been working constantly to improve the property to restore the sanatorium to its original glory. That was the sentence I saw and I loved the word glory. Because it is stunning, the it's size very, of it. Yeah, when you drive up to it, my sister went with us the second time, and she didn't even recognize it at first. I had to be like, Kristen, you need to turn around. That's it. That's <laughs> it, right behind you. Okay. And so, this is leading to the haunted part. 
The number of deaths, no one quite knows. Normally, I think the Mattingly's say 8,000 or, but it could be way more. That's what they mm-hmm. normally say. Yeah. People like estimate 8,000 8, to 50,000, which is, that seems like too many. 50,000 seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. And that's also such a wide range. Yeah. The survival rate was about 5% though. So it's like, but then at the same time, I don't, I don't know. I didn't research TB very intense. Yeah. <laughs> but then I saw another article and it was a blog, I think, called like American Hauntings. I can link it. But it was someone that went to Waverly and said that they saw a ghost, which was weird. I don't remember what they said they saw. But Cool. But they said they talked to Dr. J. Frank Stewart, who was a former assistant medical director to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And... He said that the highest number of deaths to occur really in a single year was about 152. And then said by 1955, those numbers had dropped to as low as 42 deaths and that approximately 6,000 people died there, dating all the way back to the original 1911 records, which is close to 8,000. And also it was a geriatric facility after yeah, TB. So, so I'm I sure there were also deaths from that. that 2,000. That's in, pro- probably not that in many. In 20 years. Probably not that yeah. many, but that's a smaller range, though. Yeah, I'm still gonna a go, lot of I'm people. I'm going to go with six thousand to eight thousand. Yeah, that's what and I'm still a go lot with. of people. Yeah, stories began to be told of resident ghosts, like the little girl who was seen running up and down the third floor solarium. Which that one scared me because I had not heard that one. I have not heard that. That one, one scares me. I couldn't find any like examples of that though so Mm -hmm. i don't know the little boy spotted with a leather ball timmy we'll talk about timmy later the hearse that appeared in the back of the building dropping off coffins in the back of the building yeah which is where we park when we go oh people say they saw a hearse as a ghost interesting the woman with the bleeding wrist who cried for help (laughs) Uh. i'm assuming it's probably one of their nurse stories but i don't Mm -hmm. know and visitors also told of slamming doors, lights in the windows, as if power was still running in the building, strange sounds, and eerie footsteps in empty rooms. Other legends told of a man in a white coat who was seen walking in the kitchen. And they also, we know this one, but people can smell like food in the cafeteria. Like I think I remember them saying cookies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I really, cookies. really wanted to smell cookies. But I did not smell cookies. <laughs> and then I watched, okay, I watched a lot of, ghost shows in preparation for this and ghost adventures starts talking about we do not like zach vegans <laughs> <laughs> no. but he was talking about the doppelganger mm-hmm. and if anyone doesn't know what that means it's like a spirit double and it's a german legend apparently and it's your doppelganger is someone that looks just like you and instead if you run into them you're supposed to die yeah it's like a bad omen or something yeah and so but i do think something else that i watched i can't remember did talk about that but they didn't really talk about them when we went to tour Mm -mm. so i don't think that's actually been really proven but it's interesting but i'm not convinced but i think we talked about this before in our own discussions but if i saw my doppelganger i don't think i'd recognize myself no i wouldn't i I (laughs) I think i would recognize yours yeah (laughs) like i would recognize yours but i wouldn't recognize no yeah my own i don't know what i look i would have to get like a very long look at it and then i would be like that kind of looks like me yeah which is almost creepier. Yeah. To think someone looks like you. Yeah. To think of like staring at someone so, for a long time and then slowly realizing it's your doppelganger. That's kind of But creepy. I have a feeling it doesn't stick around long enough for you to think yeah. it's yourself. Exactly. <laughs> Which is so it's like weird. you just have no idea. Yeah. You're going to die. So now I went through and organized floor by floor 
starting in floor one, and I'm going to talk about what was in each floor and then the evidence that I found from the shows and stuff and our own experiences. And so the shows I watched, just to give everyone all the episodes, I actually am not going to plug this because I don't have an ad for it, but there's a new streaming platform that has everything. It's really cheap. Honestly, I recommend it if you're into ghosts but and true crime they have so much true crime too but anyways i was watching are you not gonna say what the no okay <laughs> you figure it out yeah figure it out um i watched ghost adventures unfortunately um we love aaron we actually. love you aaron <laughs> i tried to watch ghost hunters the original one but i couldn't find it so i watched clips on youtube of it i love steve everyone her favorite man um, i watched kindred spirits which is, we really like love spirits, which I found some interesting things. BuzzFeed Unsolved, because we love BuzzFeed Unsolved. And then Paranormal Lockdown, which has Nick Groff and Katrina. I cannot say her last name, and so I'm not going to say it. I do not know how to say it. But Nick used to be on Ghost Adventures, and so he went back with Katrina. And they stay in a location for like 72 hours straight. Like, they don't leave. They sleep there and everything. It's crazy. Those are my sources. I watched their episodes. It was very spooky. I don't <laughs> recommend doing multiple at once. It's not very fun. So... The first floor, the body shoot, which is so creepy. Zach Bagans called it the death tunnel, and I wanted to hit him. But (laughs) (laughs) body shoot just sounds cooler. Yeah. The body shoot was originally used to transport like groceries and stuff, like in medical supplies in and out of the building. But then deaths started to rise. And so, to boost morale, doctors thought it would be better to move bodies out in the middle of the night when other patients were sleeping and they would use the body shoot, which is approximately 500 feet long. And apparently, it used to be longer, but like. Like some of it got cut down. Yeah, something. I don't know exactly. But Quick question about the taking them out at night What if someone died in the morning? Did they just leave them like all day? I mean, I guess they took them to the morgue. They probably just took them. But like, and there were multiple. Okay, so the morgue that's and I'll talk about it in the building. It's so it's tiny, but that morgue was for autopsies for people that they thought might have died from other causes, not TB. And they had a bigger morgue off site that they would take bodies to. Okay, I don't know. Maybe they would just leave them. I don't know if they'd leave them, especially if there's two people in a room. They might have just taken them out if it was in the day. It's just, I don't know. I was just wondering. Unless they're roommates. That was really sad, but (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what they would do. And so the body shoot leads down the hill to the hearses. That would be at the bottom of the hill. And it's like a 45 degree angle, which is why it's very disorienting when you're standing on it. (laughs) But it's like a ramp on one side and stairs on the other. And actually, it was said that there was a pulley system that would pull the carts up and down. That would make more sense. Yeah. Because I feel like the person wasn't just like hands on the body. Okay. Because I feel like you would lose control of that real fast. Yeah. No, there was like a pulley system. Okay. And I think I actually saw in photos there is like a little contraption like looking thing at the start of the ramp that like looks like you could trip over it and so i'm assuming that's what the pulley system was like connected to i don't know how high tech this pulley system was in the early 1900s (laughs) but they had one okay and so in the body shoot here is evidence that was captured on the shows so on buzzfeed unsolved if you don't watch buzzfeed Unsolved, shane and ryan ryan believes and goes shane does not whatsoever and so shane convinced ryan to go stand at the bottom of the body shoot by himself which is terrifying we did not do that no. i was not able to do that i didn't want to and, and then he's like we're gonna go lights off and shane was at the top ryan was at the bottom 
and then you start hearing noises and there was like this like to me it sounded like a whirring sound but then we were talking about it the other day and it does kind of sound like a body bag maybe being like zipped up or something that's kind of what it sounded like to me and then they had another weird noise which kind of could have been like a gurney sound like the wheels or something and then on paranormal lockdown in the body shoot so they brought in this guy named ben hansen who was a former fbi agent and forensic agent i think my family has seen him on the show factor faked before yeah which is an interesting show of itself but so he's done like other kind of paranormal stuff but anyway he's been there and so paranormal lockdown they invited him to come back and he said they had turned the body shoot because he said he felt weird in the body shoot and on the fifth floor and in the body shoot, he said he was like sitting on the stairs and then he heard foot scuffling behind him. And there's like a big gate that's at the top of the body shoot, you know, and he heard something that sounded like it was kicking the wall and then the big iron gate slamming shut, Oh, which would have scared the crap yeah, out of me. <laughs> like it would not have been fun. And then he also said he just felt like weird bursts of energy and also on paranormal lockdown, they have this like device that they use and it's like these light sensors like that are like this long thing bunch of lights and if energy is something like moves over top of it they light up and so they laid that out on the ramp of the body shoot and while i think nick was sleeping down there that night and while he was sleeping next to it like you could see something like light it up and it was very weird like mm-hmm. moving down which mm-hmm. is very strange and then uh, our experience in the body shoot was my camera so we went to the body shoot last the first time we went to waverly waverly the first time was just the two of us and we had been taking pictures on our phones all night no issues and then we get to the buy shoot and this is one of the only places they let us use flash and my phone would not let me take a photo with the flat like that would not work like I was not letting me do it and Sydney's phone yeah my phone wouldn't take a picture at all which is I would like hit the button to take it and it would just like not do anything it would just like sit there I think it was just like a black screen wasn't it no it was like I could see it on the camera and I would hit the button and it would like you know how the button like looks like it like pushes down or whatever it would do that but it was not taking pictures at all which is so it was so weird and I was so sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got some pictures the second time. Yeah. And like I got a couple, but they weren't very good. Like mm. other people had their phone flashlights shining down. So the I got like time. kind of that, but I didn't really get anything. Also, when we kind of like, because we went a couple steps down, at least the second time that we went. Yeah, I did not. And I felt dizzy. Me too. Like walking and, back up those stairs. And maybe it's part of the... 45 degree angle Mm. but it's very disorienting also it's so long and you can't see the bottom of it and like people were really far down there when we were in there and i honestly like could not tell how close they were to me no it's Uh, definitely like it's very your surroundings feel very surreal it's very heavy in there yeah and sad which makes sense thousands of people we're taken through that, which is crazy. Why shoot our favorite line from BuzzFeed Unsolved? They shoot at him. <laughs> it's so funny. It's terrible. <laughs> it should not. Be. You have to make some jokes about something to make yourself feel oh, yeah. less uncomfortable. <laughs> so also on the first floor is the morgue, which is reportedly very active. But so there's only three trays in there. And like I said, it's this for autopsy on people that I thought might have died from other causes. Which I don't know how, I feel like it's a thing where you just assume, I would just assume everything was TB. Or at least TB related. related. <laughs> like, yeah. But who knows? Maybe yeah. it was, because we'll talk about this later, but they did a lot of experimental surgeries. Mm-hmm. So maybe if they died from a surgery, they yeah, wanted maybe, to know what it was in the surgery. Maybe they want to know what it was in the surgery so they can improve yeah, for the next. That's kind of what I would think. 
Yeah. But I have no idea. I have no medical expertise. (laughs) That's my only guess. So people that have been left in the trays. So ghost hunters will lay in the trays, which I told my sister I would consider doing that the next time we go. So they'll be in the trays and they will hear footsteps outside of it, sounds of carts being rolled by. And so on Ghost Adventures, I think, yeah, they were in the morgue and they were using a spirit box and they caught a deep voice saying, die. <laughs> oh, maybe it was Paranormal Lockdown. It was one of those two shows. And then they also heard a little girl crying in the hallway while they were in the morgue, Ooh. which was creepy. And then Katrina decided to lay on the bottom shelf and Nick and their cameraman walked out of the room and she saw a shadow figure walk by her feet outside of the tray, which is very weird. And she did not. She asked that they were in the room and they were not in the room. And then... Outside of the morgue, we were standing there, the three of us, me, Sydney, and my sister, and we were standing kind of like a little triangle, mm-hmm. you know, talking, waiting to move to the next floor of our tour. Yeah. And it's it's dark in there. There's no lights. There's light in the hall, but it was pretty dark. And there were other people in there, but they were like farther away from yeah, us. Yeah, and it, it was in the middle of this pandemic, and so yeah, there wasn't so a lot we of people We were keeping our distance. Yeah, we were not close to people. And we're standing there, talking. The mood was pretty lighthearted. Mm-hmm. I, I was wearing a shirt, a long sleeve shirt, a jacket, a jean jacket, and a coat. Like I had layers on. And then I felt something touch my left shoulder, like a hand on my shoulder. And then it was gone. And then I thought my sister had reached her hand up and touched me. And so I was like, why did you put your hand on me? And then I looked and her arm was down by her side, like had not moved. And I was like, did you just touch me? And she said, no. And then Sydney. So I like saw a hand reach out and touch Katie's shoulder. Like a shadow like a shadow and I thought that it was Katie's sister and that I just like my eyes were playing tricks on me because it was like kind of dark so I was just like I don't know but then I also realized it would have been like a really weird angle the way that they were standing for her to have touched her shoulder and it was weird it touched me yeah my shoulder was touched it's so creepy I don't like it (laughs) I still think about it I'm like I never thought I would have been touched by something and the fact that you saw it freaks me out more (laughs) Because honestly, if you didn't see it, I could have just reacted like nothing happened. I could have been like, no, that didn't actually happen. But you saw it and I felt it. And so it's I like can't just... one of those things. It feels weird that I saw it. Yeah. Like, And if you hadn't said anything, I wouldn't have thought about it. Yeah. It was weird. Because it was like, it was a, just like a very faint little like shadow yeah. of an arm. And it was only the arm. I didn't see like a figure or anything. Yeah. But, I just felt like a hand rested yeah. on my shoulder. But it was enough pressure that I felt like something was touching me. Yeah. So it's very weird. Anyways, that was right outside the morgue. Yeah. And we did, our tour guide did do a spirit box session out there. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember if anything was said. Maybe. I know that things were said. I can't remember what it was. No. But like something was definitely responding back and forth. Yeah. So there was something. It wasn't like anything revolutionary. No. But when they were in the morgue on Ghost Adventures, they were all just standing there. And Zach caught an EVP saying, gonna get Zach. While he was lying in the tray. Good. And it really did sound like it. Because some of theirs I wrote down did not sound like what they said. It sounded like mm-hmm. that one sounded like it said, gonna get sick. And then they also captured one while he was lying there that said, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> Which, I love when ghosts miss with Zach Pagans. <laughs> yes. Then, also on the first floor, is the electroshock therapy room, which was used to treat tuberculosis of the brain, which is so depressing. 
And so in between the morgue and the electroshock therapy room, they were walking on Ghost Adventures and they caught an EVP saying, I forgot to. And they thought it said, I forgot to make him smile. I did not hear that. I could hear that I forgot to part kind of, but I couldn't understand the rest of it. And then it was right after Aaron said something about needing a nurse for Zach when he was laying in the tray. And so then Zach was also walking towards electroshock therapy room and he felt something touch his ankle and caught an EVP that they think is saying, keep on dragging from the bad drugs we took, which it was a very long sentence. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what it said, but it was an interesting thing, Mm -hmm. which is sad. They said it was from a patient crawling from being overly medicated, which we really didn't really have bad intentions. They didn't mm-hmm. do anything. I yeah. feel like that was bad. And for- I can see like where they came up with that. But also yeah. I feel like they stretch yeah. things sometimes. Yeah. But but that's also kind of the same area that you got touched. Yeah. I was more by the more. Yeah. Though. But like it's that same hallway. Yeah. 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 And then also Nick was pulling Zach out of the tray and they caught a voice saying, I'll keep him. <laughs> they can have him. I don't want him. <laughs> we don't want him. Okay. So I think that's all really of our experiences and their experiences. I don't think anything else really. I did have something written down that's not on the first floor, but the first time we went, their gift shop was in an outside building and which is close to the first floor entrance. And so that's why I put it here. That I found out that room used to be the laundry room. So that's where they used to do the laundry, which I thought there was like a list on the old Waverly website about like what was on each floor and everything. And I found that very interesting that that was Mm -hmm. the laundry room. But anyway, so to start our store, everybody had met in the gift shop that was out there and you check in, you sign a waiver, you're sitting there waiting for them to divide you up. And we're all sitting there. One of the tour guys was like giving us rules and everything. And there was like this little mannequin sitting on a chair, like modeling a t-shirt in the back of the room. And like, while it's quiet, it falls out of the chair. And, and it wasn't like it off. slipped. Like no. it like fell like forward, forward yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. And we're like doing this motion with our hands. Like everyone can see us, but you yeah, can't. you can't see it. It's but fine. then like, People were at people asked like if anyone had been there before and people had been and they asked if that was like a thing they do every time and everyone's like, I've never seen that do that before. Yeah. So that was just weird. Cause it was out of nowhere and shouldn't have happened. Yeah. <laughs> I just looped that in with the first floor stuff. But now the first floor has been pretty renovated because the Mattingleys are trying to raise money with their tours to renovate the building into like a hotel. And so from the first time to the last time we went, I feel like they've gotten a lot done on the first floor. Mm-hmm. Also, they do like a Halloween haunted house normally. And so there were lots of props there the last time we went. But <laughs> there's a funny story about that oh later. Props. <laughs> Okay, the second floor. We didn't really have any... No one really had too much on the second floor. I kind of liked the second floor. Yeah, so the the cafeteria is on the second floor. And that's where everyone smells cookies. And someone said that they smell bread and stuff, which would have been very pleasant. Also, there's a bathroom by the cafeteria. And we used it and we could not find the lights. And so we all peed in the dark (laughs) in Waverly Hills by the cafeteria. I was very scared. I did not want to look down. I did not want to look up. I did not want to see a ghost while I was in the bathroom. (laughs) That's just a very vulnerable position. Yeah. One thing I have seen, I was looking on Instagram photos like tagged that had tagged Waverly and someone had taken a picture in the cafeteria and they had caught it was like it was a dark photo but you could see people in the group standing around and you could see little child-sized figures in like white like a nightgown I think I saw that yeah I think I sent it to you and it's like very faint 
But the caption was like, I took this picture and no, we didn't have any children in nightgowns in our group. And so that's just really weird. But when we were there, nothing was really happening on the second floor. And we were like, so at the end of our, so our second tour, it was an overnight. And so we spent like an hour and something on each floor. And then there was a bunch of drama with some crazy people. And so the end of the night, they kind of just let us have a free for all, go wherever we want. And we were all so tired. Let me tell you, sleep before you do an overnight. Yeah, <laughs> we, we made did a not. mistake. <laughs> but we were just so tired. And we were like, the only place we still felt comfortable to sit was the cafeteria because there mm-hmm. was some lights on and nothing felt weird in yeah. there. And I definitely still felt like there was something there, but it didn't feel negative. Yeah. Like, but then I was like, I'm getting too comfortable. Something could happen if I'm too comfortable. I need, we were like, we have to keep moving. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't want something scary to happen in there because I liked being in there Mm -hmm. I don't know if that made sense which like it makes sense that we felt comfortable and like that was probably a good place for them and that was probably a place that they liked to be yeah because they got to eat and like be around people and stuff so it's very weird Mm -hmm. there's a lot of construction going on in there though so Mm -hmm. but I liked looking at photos of Waverly from back in the day and it's like crazy how many people that they can fit in that room also it's just so sad people sit it's so weird watching people sit so close to each other now yeah it's bizarre and also they were also <laughs> very sick yeah yeah also on the on the second floor they don't really tell any stories of the second floor we did experience one thing on the second floor in one of the rooms me and my sister decided that this happened on the second floor so one of the things that people experience is child ghosts playing with balls and moving balls around. Mm-hmm. And if it's in one room, they'll move it to another room and people will bring all these things and the toys for them to play with. And so I picked, I found there was just one sitting on the solarium. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to move it into the room and I'm, we should see if something can move this ball. Yeah. Or, Cause we moved it away from the wind. Yeah. I moved it into a room so the wind would stop and nothing, it wasn't moving or anything. And so we just kind of gave up on it. And I just said out loud, I was like, if you want to move this back to wherever you want it, feel free to. And then we left. And like five minutes later, I said, we should just go see if it's still there. We went back to the same room. It was not there. Mm-hmm. We went to, we looked all around the room. It was not anywhere else in the room. We went to different rooms around it. It was nowhere. I did not see it again. That one at least. I thought we found it again. No, nope, I didn't find that one. No. Oh. But it was very weird. Mm-hmm. And I have no explanation for that. That was all that we really experienced on the second mm-hmm. floor. Third floor. The first thing on the third floor is the homeless man and the dog, which is a story that is said. And actually, it's I think there's documentation that this act might have actually happened. But it was said that a homeless man and his dog were living in the building when it was abandoned. And the homeless man fell down the elevator shaft and it's said that the dog might have gone with him which is really sad but then people also speculate that he was pushed Mm -hmm. if it was abandoned i don't know who would have pushed him i think that when people say that they're implying a ghost ghost pushed pushed him him. (laughs) yeah that does not add up to me (laughs) i don't like that (laughs) i think he probably just fell yeah and so Tina Mattingly was on BuzzFeed Unsolved, I think, and she was telling them that she had seen them, the homeless man and the dog. And she was walking after a tour, like a tour group had gone up to a different floor and she was down there by herself, like checking out the floor. Cause I think maybe something had happened. She just wanted to like see what was going on on that floor. And she was walking and she saw a tall man with long white hair, which is what the homeless man was said to look like, down the hallway from her. And so she turned her flashlight and there was nothing. And then she saw a small white dog on the floor and she was like calling to it, wasn't doing anything. She walked towards it and it just disappeared, like didn't run away, just like vanished in front of her eyes. And so she was very freaked out by that. And then a story that they told 
us on our tour the first time we went was there's like a storage closet right next to the elevator and there was a skeptic on one tour and they let people I guess roam and he decided to go in the closet for some reason it's like a big closet yeah it's, it's not like, like a, a walk-in yeah. I because of the story I did not want to walk in no there. it felt weird <laughs> it yeah. scared me but he like walked into that area and he turned there's like it's like an l-shape kind of like around the elevator and he walked in towards the back of the l-shape area and he like came face to face with what i'm assuming was probably like the homeless man's tall white hair guy's ghost and tina said he came like or the tour guide that we had not tina he came running out of there terrified did not want to go anywhere near it and so when we went i did not want to go in there i didn't even want to be near the elevator i was just like i don't want to see this man like i really did it I could see the dog. I don't need to see the man. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish we'd seen a ghost dog. Well, there was like a dog statue that Kristen remembers and she said it scared her. <laughs> also on BuzzFeed Unsolved, Shane convinced Ryan to stick his hand in the elevator shaft and he says he felt someone like blow on his hand, but he wasn't going to say it because Shane wasn't going to believe him no matter what. We both, me and Sydney were both determined to do this, but we went second time. We, we chickened both, out. Yeah, we did not do it. <laughs> It was not okay with no. us. By the time we were on the third floor, we were already kind of exhausted. And I think yeah. both of us were just like, I'm I would scared. be too freaked out. <laughs> I also like wasn't going to put anything in there. No. Because I didn't want I don't to drop, drop something. something. <laughs> it's spooky for no reason. It would have been crazy if we had like heard an elevator noise or something. I wonder if that ever happens. I don't know. So also on the third floor, there's Timmy. Who is a child? Which I don't know if I believe in child, children, ghosts. Also, just a disclaimer, I don't know what ghosts are to me. And so <laughs> I don't know if there are children ghosts. I don't know anything. But Timmy is said to be there. And he's a little boy and he likes to play with balls. Which is also, I think, why the rumor of all the children ghosts liking to play. I don't know if it's multiple children ghosts that like to move the balls. But also, there were a lot of kids there. And so... Yeah. I think people just have seen Timmy. Yeah. Honestly, if it's just Timmy, then he's very active. Yeah. <laughs> he's running he's around He's all over that building. <laughs> Timmy is said to be on the third floor, but the thing that we had happen with the ball was on the second floor. And the fifth floor. And we had one on the fifth floor. Yeah. And so on BuzzFeed Unsolved, Ryan and Shane... I think this is one of the craziest yeah. things I've ever... Like, it was so crazy. So they had like a little rubber bouncy ball and Ryan was going to throw it down the hallway and he throws it down and you hear it bouncing and they're being really quiet and they weren't saying anything. And then you kind of hear it stop, bounce again. And I think it sounds like it kind of does it a couple times like mm -hmm. that. And then while they're standing there, Shane, who doesn't believe in this stuff, was like, I think it bounced a couple extra times. And he was like, Ryan didn't think he was going to admit that, but yeah. it happened. And they listened to audio and it definitely did that. So they walked down the hallway and actually it is in the supply closet that we did not want to go in, but it's in there, which it shouldn't have gone down the hallway. No, it's, little it's supply like a very thing. narrow doorway. Yeah. Like, it should not have gone in there. And it's sitting under graffiti of the name Ryan, which is so... And Ryan looks so stressed. And also, like, right before he threw the ball, he was like, I'm Ryan if yeah, you want to play. Like, yeah. he, like, identified himself. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way they could have known that his name was in graffiti. Also, when we went the first time, they let us go in that closet. And I had looked at the wall and I was like, oh, my gosh, Sydney, there's the Ryan on the wall. <laughs> and also like, that I love pot yeah. <laughs> on the bottom of the other side of the wall. It's so funny. There's, like, a weed plant or something but it's so funny and so then ryan's freaking out so they're like we're gonna throw the ball again see if something happens and it lands perfectly in the middle of the floor and shane's like now that's how you throw and ryan was like that's how i threw it the first time and it's like 
perfectly in the middle, which is also just weird. I don't know how it stops there. No. It's very, it's still like in the same area too, yeah. which is very weird. And also those hallways are so long. Like I feel like I feel the like ball could roll forever. Yeah. Which is just so but, weird that yeah. it stops in the same area. They don't talk about that in the same area, but it looks, I think you can see the closet right mm-hmm. there. Maybe Timmy and the homeless man are friends because- they're condensed in that area. Yeah. <laughs> where things are happening on the third floor. Like the very center of the building. Yeah. And okay, also with Timmy, which is, this is one of the craziest things that I've ever seen on a ghost show, but on the original Ghost Hunters, they were filming and they use a thermal cam- camera and literally when they're shooting on the third floor, they caught a like child-sized figure on the thermal cam- camera walking from one room to the next. That's crazy. Yeah. And they told us that on our first tour- they had us walk from one room to the next, and they oh, t- that's yes. what they said. Yeah. They said these are the rooms that ghost hunters caught on the thermal, the figure walking. But it's like child, like it's not a full size. It's like half the height of a normal person, so it's like a kid size, which is crazy. Yeah. And then also on ghost hunters, they found a rubber ball and on the third floor, and they put it in one area and they like marked it off, like they put something around it to say like this is where we put it like some several like sticks or something and they walked down the hallway and they're like okay timmy like if you want to move it at all like you can and they like walk back a couple minutes or like someone watching i think maybe their camera that was stationed there was like it moved and it moved like 16 feet like it moved far and they didn't hear it like it was not where they left it which is really weird and also that hallway doesn't really get super windy like not the direction that you would think like it moved like long like it didn't move like in or out of a room yeah yeah, like it wasn't how the wind should have been blowing, which is very weird. Yeah, that is weird. Maybe they just didn't show the footage of it moving the 16 feet. But like you could see that it was nowhere near where the markers were. But you could see like rolling, like moving a bit on the camera, which is weird. Mm-hmm. But also on the third floor, these are not Timmy or Homeless Man related. These are just things that people found on the third floor. So on Ghost Adventures, they had set up a full spectrum camera sitting there and on the third floor. And I talked about that at the very end. They caught literally what looked like a shadow figure walking out of a room and then walking down the hallway towards the camera. And then they took it to a paranormal photographer and they analyzed it and they said it looked like there were two, like something following it. And I'll show it to you sometime, but it's very weird. And I mean, you've seen it because we've actually watched this episode, but you don't remember it until you watch it. Yeah. (laughs) But it literally walked out of a room and like was walking like, you can see it like Uh kind of like in and out walking towards the camera on a full spectrum camera. It's very weird. Like it looked like a person. Also on third floor on Paranormal Lockdown, Nick and Katrina had their camera guy outside using a drone, like a drone camera that had a thermal on it. And they were on the fourth floor. He's on the back side of the building. And so he could see Nick and Katrina up on the fourth floor. And you could also see the third floor. You could see like all the floors basically on it. And they're like up above middle of the fourth floor. And then he's watching his camera. And on the third floor below them, literally like in a room below them, you see like a different colored figure like peep out of one of the doorways. And then it becomes huge and blocks up. The whole doorway is a different color than everything else. And then it moves back away. Ooh, it's very weird. And yeah. so then he's like, guys, get down to the third floor. And they go down. There's nothing. And he's like, I don't know. And they had to take the drone out because it was getting really windy. But it was really weird. And it wouldn't, I don't think it would have been super strange except for how it entered and left the camera. Like, I mm-hmm. thought maybe he's moving it, but I'm like, the drone is not moving enough sideways to like fully change yeah. that. And so I was just like, I don't have an explanation for that. I don't know if they have an explanation for that, but it is really weird. Yeah, that's crazy. And then our experiences on the third floor. So the first time we went was not much. 
I think I just felt like I needed to be watching down the hallways. Yeah. Like, I think, because we started on the second floor the first time we went, and we went to the third floor second. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nothing had really crazy had happened, but they were, like, talking to us, and I feel like I just felt like I had to be watching. Yes. I definitely felt I didn't like having my back, like, Yeah, we were against a wall. Yeah, like, I had to, I felt like I had to be up against the wall, and I felt like I had to be staring down the hallway. Yeah. Like, I felt like I... I don't know. It just, we weren't alone. I'll just put it that way that we definitely weren't alone. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. But, and I think they showed us some pictures that had been taken on that floor, but Mm. you have to go on the tour and see those for yourself because I don't remember. I think one was like, looked like a nurse or something. Yeah, one looked like a nurse hat. Yeah. But it's just very interesting. And then the second time we were there, we really didn't like being on the third. The third floor felt as scary to me as the fourth and the fifth floor the second time we went. Like, I didn't feel really scared of the third floor the first time we went. But second time, I did not want to be there. I, the solarium and stuff felt about the same as, like, the second floor to me. Yeah. But I didn't like the being near, near the elevator. Yeah. I didn't like the elevator at any point of the whole Yeah, time. at any point. But especially, like, yeah, I don't know. It, it bothered me. Yeah. That's why we didn't put our hands in it. Yeah. I, I, like, I, was I felt really like scared. I couldn't approach it. I was yeah. like, I don't. We did not stay by it for no. long. No. <laughs> we did not stay by it for long. Also on the third floor is when we were walking in one of the rooms on the solarium side. And we were walking from the solarium into the inside hallway. And there's like other people on the floor, but they were not near us. And then it sounded like from pretty close to us, suddenly a ball started flying at our feet. Kristen, my sister, was running. (laughs) She ran. Her quote, she wanted me to put this in here, was that, she was going to leave us for dead. <laughs> she, she booked it. The ball was going to kill us. Yeah. I mean, it came flying out. It was really But fast. it sounded like it had come. It wasn't from far away either. It was like coming It was fast. like it had just gotten like yeah. 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 And it was like at our feet. Kristen ran. I jumped back. I don't even think you fully noticed it was happening. I was just kind of like, huh? <laughs> I, I mean, it was coming at us. And then I, I didn't even see it like it go anywhere. I didn't see it after it. No. And so we walked it, around like, and we, we kept trying to find it. Yeah. And then we went towards the only group that it could possibly have been. And like, we didn't, we were just kind of like, did you guys throw a ball? And they said, no, they were doing their own experiment. Yeah. Like, they were something like, like lasers had, like, or something. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were just kind of like, what? yeah, they looked at us like we were stupid when we asked. Them. Yeah. I definitely don't think they threw it. No. So it was so, I don't know. Yeah. That was weird. I could, we couldn't find it after. And so maybe Timmy threw it at us chucked it at us he said let's play (laughs) and we said no (laughs) clearly Kristen was out of there and this is a funny story for the third floor so like i said they have halloween decorations everywhere the second floor no i think it was the third no it was the second one are you sure yes i'm totally sure because it's the one i felt safe on except for that one point okay well i'm pretty sure there was stuff on every floor that was like oh there was yeah there is this doll that's sitting it's like a creepy old lady like a life-size doll sitting in a wheelchair (laughs) like (laughs) in a doorway on the inside hallway yeah in the hallway that's like gets a little bit of light from the moon and so it's just barely lit up (laughs) we were walking by and this doll scared us every time we walked by. We passed would, it probably five times at least. At least. It feels like more than that. Yeah. And every time I would like block the side of my face and I would tell them doll and they would look every time. <laughs> every time she said doll, I felt like I was being like, it was like calling my attention to it instead of warning me to look away. And I knew it was there, 
and I still and like I still was like I have to kind of look at when it's gonna happen like and I know like it shouldn't scare me every time but it did it felt like a jump scare yeah every time it was so creepy <laughs> we're really tough clearly yeah also this just kind of reminded me there is a movie about Waver like that a horror movie that they made in Waverly called The Death Tunnel is what it was mm-hmm. and it was like i feel like that just reminds me of the props for some reason but i watched the trailer for it it looked horrible yeah we we talked about watching it i don't think i can watch i don't it, think i have it in me anyways i don't think there's really much else to happen on the third floor with us besides really did not want to be there yeah that second time so i'm gonna go to the fifth floor we're gonna end on the fourth floor because the fourth floor is the scariest floor. yes so on the fifth floor is where they had patients that had tuberculosis of the brain. So they were kind of, people said they were mentally insane, but I don't, other things were like, no, it was just an illness. Like, I don't know what tuberculosis of the brain does to you. That's yeah, different. Like, I'm sure it affected them, but like, I don't I feel like that's them. insensitive to say that it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And then also on the floor was the children's ward on the other side. And then in between, there were two nurses stations. And that is where the legend of 502, which is the room, where they had two nurses commit suicide, apparently. I did not find any record of these. So one of them is in 1932. So this is the later one, actually. But there's rumors that a nurse jumped off the patio roof because you can go out on the roof. And there's nothing out there to really stop you. But they said that the woman jumped off of there. Some people do believe she was pushed. No one has her name. There's no real record of it. It's just a rumor. Mm. But that was outside of 502. Mm. And we actually took a picture standing there. Yeah. For other reasons, too, though, which I'll get into in a minute. It's sort of like a hiccup or something. But then in 1928, this is the bigger nurse story. It said that a nurse hung herself outside of room 502. Which there's things that suggest that, but also things that don't. And like, it's not in the room. It's outside of the room. Mm -hmm. And there are like pipes and stuff, but those pipes, I don't think were original. Mm -hmm. And so it's people are like, how did she actually hang herself? If there was nothing, like, I don't know what was there. I'm sure something was there, but Mm -hmm. I don't know what. But also they say the nurse's name was Mary Hillenberg. And on the older Waverly website, it has lists of every patient, every doctor and staff member that was there. And I did not find the name Mary Hillenberg anywhere on it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like thinking about it, I don't understand why she would hang herself there. No. Like just out it's in the open. really close to the room. Well, it's also, it's right next to the children's ward. Yeah. I don't think that a nurse would do yeah. that so like the reasoning that people said she hung herself was mm-hmm. because some people say she had tuberculosis and didn't want like she knew to suffer yeah. like she was gonna know what was gonna happen to her and then also people said she was pregnant and by a doctor and that it was a botched abortion turned stage suicide like he mm-hmm. made her look like she was hanging there but again i didn't see any records of this anywhere on ghost avengers he said something really stupid i'm actually not gonna repeat it but it was Good. very it was Zach Bagan's kind of comment about he acted like there was a baby. And I was like, you sound rude. So, no. <laughs> that <laughs> didn't up. happen. So, I I didn't see anything. Like, I everything I found as of that not happening. But then I also have not seen every – I don't know. Mm-hmm. And also the list of people that I saw is just who's who can be confirmed. Like, it's not mm-hmm. every single person. And so – 
I don't know. Yeah. That's just, they always tell people it's just a rumor, so they're not like this actually happened. But anyway, also the fifth floor was also reserved for heliotherapy, however you say it, which was supposed to be healing for those that had TB to the bone. Whoa. Which is very interesting. And it was like sunlight, like sunlight therapy okay. for that. I don't know. Like, would they just roll them out onto the roof? I don't really know. Okay. All I saw, I don't even, I think I found that on the original Waverly website or something. I don't know exactly what that included, but. Cool. I didn't know that was up there. But anyway, and the children's war inside, it's so sad because the children would literally like, when their friends would die, they would like go sit around their beds that their friends had been in. It was so sad. But they also did have a play set up there, Mm -hmm. which was like good for them. But also having a play set on the top of a five-story building is terrifying. Yeah, I don't like that. (laughs) So I don't know. It's very weird. But they had fun up there. Like there's really cute pictures of them all on the play set together with the nurses so activity that they have up there um buzzfeed unsolved tina was telling the guys she would never stay up there first of all she said she wouldn't sleep up there but they would have security sometimes sleep up there in tents and they would hear stuff hitting their tents all night long and then ryan and shane were sleeping there in sleeping bags and ryan like heard something whispering by his head while he was Mm -hmm. trying to fall asleep shane obviously didn't believe him so that's what they had nothing else really happened up there for them so on ghost adventures they were using REM pods near 502 and they could hear like they were hearing some noises that sounded like cabinets or something. Misha, there's no cabinets up there right now. Right now. Yeah. yeah. There, there probably was there at probably some were, point. But there aren't, there aren't anymore now. And so it was just like weird like banging noise. Like it was quiet but it sounded like residual kind of sounds like maybe. But then they wanted something to like go near the REM pod and it was kind of going off. None of them were near it. And then Later, they did, like, tell the spirit to follow them out, and their iPod stopped going off. And also, while they were there, they caught some EVPs, and it kind of sounded like a girl's voice saying, like, remember me? Like, question mark. And then Zach might have said a name. I didn't write down, but that's, I think, when the something said, remember me. And they heard something, like, actually, I think they heard that out loud. I don't think that was an EVP. I think they heard that in the moment. And then they did catch on... This was an EVP. It's like a child's voice after Zach said he was going to do something. But it wasn't something bad, but everything Zach says is kind of stupid. But they said they had a voice of a child kind of saying, like, that would be evil. And it was really creepy. And I don't like it. Again, I don't like child's voices, really. But it fits with the fifth floor being a kid's work. But mm-hmm. saying, it, I think he, I think Zach asked the child to, like, stay near him. And it said, that would be evil. And it's like a really creepy kid's yeah, voice. it's a really creepy voice. <laughs> I remember that one. It's just very funny that if you want to stay near Zach, that would be an evil, That's evil. thing to do. <laughs> but okay, now we're on to our fifth floor, which is, this is one of the craziest things we've seen probably. Some of the other stuff is not, I guess we have seen some pretty crazy things on these two floors, the fifth and fourth floor. But anyway. So we ended our first tour. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. We ended on the fourth floor the first time we went. We started on the fifth floor the second time we went, though. But on our first trip, we were standing outside 502 with our tour group, which is like 25 people. We're all standing in there facing the room that the TB to the brain patients were in. And our tour guide was standing underneath 502's doorway explaining, like, the story and, like, the rumor. And she was just kind of giving us, like, a lowdown on the area and then... She would like eventually was like, you guys can go walk around on this floor by yourselves. 
and then like in a few minutes we'll go down but we're standing there and there's no windows or anything no curtains nothing and so there's like a big window into the tv of the brain room and Cindy and I are both looking into that room while she's talking and we both we did not talk about this until afterwards we both in the same window saw like a shadow figure head pop up and then go back down and then after she told like us, it looked could, like it was like looking at us yeah like, like watching it was a us full, and it was yeah. very clear like it wasn't like we were making and like the fact that we both saw it and didn't say anything mm-hmm. about it and then when she told us we could walk around we were both like I want to go in there and yeah. like pointed it and we were like I saw something that window, which is crazy that we both saw it. I don't, I don't know if anyone else saw it. No one else really. We like booked it over I know. There. <laughs> we were like, we have to go. And that's where we took our picture outside. Like, cause we walked outside to see if anything was out there. Obviously not. Obviously there's nothing out there. Yeah. Cause there was a shadow, but it was very creepy. Looked at us mm-hmm. and I did not like it. Yeah. Which is why the second time we went, I wanted to go to the fifth floor, but also I was more hesitant to go to the fifth floor because I was like, there's a shadow up there somewhere. But it's very weird. Mm -hmm. And then on the child side, there was a ball in there. And we wanted, that was the first time we had seen a ball at Waverly. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, let's try and get something to move it. A guy kicked it, which was so annoying. We are like, you can't do an experiment if you kick it. But we it did move on its own. Once yes. we like, I stopped it, and I, like there was not down, really yeah. air. There wasn't much of a breeze, and it did kind of move on its own. But we couldn't film. I don't think we were mm-hmm. allowed to on yeah. that tour. And so, if you go for the two hour like guided tour, you can't film anything, and it's limited pictures. Mm-hmm. But it was very weird, and I was like, that was strange. It was definitely strange. Yeah, but I think that's. All we had on the fifth floor. The second time we went, I felt okay on the fifth floor, I guess, yeah. the second time I went. I was like, we could see something crazy, but also I feel like whenever we were up there, there was other groups and it wasn't very quiet, so we couldn't. We tried to do EVP sessions. It didn't go very well. No. It's definitely, I didn't want to be up there alone. Yeah. Because there was one point, it was us and another group and the other group was leaving and I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we're leaving, leaving with too. you. Yeah. <laughs> We did try to go downstairs on our own and that backfired on us. And I'll tell it later. Yeah. (laughs) But I did not want to be on the top two floors by ourselves. I didn't want to be on any floor, like a whole floor to ourselves. Yeah. I wanted to be away from people, but I didn't want to be too far. Yeah. And so we're going to move to the fourth floor, which is the creepiest floor by all accounts. Yeah. So I'm going to start with the least creepy thing, which is still pretty creepy, but the operation room is on the fourth floor and it's like at the end and that's where they did a bunch of experimental surgeries and I actually found a list of the different types of surgeries that they did. And so here's a list of all the horrible things and they weren't doing this with bad intent. They were doing these things to try and help people, but they didn't know how to treat tuberculosis. And so these things seem horrible and they have like a video of people doing one of the surgeries somewhere and it's like, you can't really see much, but it's, I don't don't like that. (laughs) So this one is, I guess the least bad thing you can do like out of all these, but the helio Therapy, the sun treatment and it's this is this is from the original waverly hills website and it said it was used in the treatment of tuberculosis of the glands bones joints peritoneum skin eyes genitourinary tract and others sunbathing helped kill the bacteria that caused tb i don't know how true that is i actually don't know how that works but i guess that's probably what they thought yeah very weird and then they also did i'm trying to decide which of these is worse 
but they're terrible. And so this one, they also did lobectomy and pneumectomy. I can't say that word right. And that's where the doctors would surgically remove infected parts of the lung and sometimes even a whole lung, you know. Taking out a whole lung. Just taking out an entire lung. That is so horrible. Like, but I mean, I thought they were helping. Yeah. And that's the thing with Waverly. I think, I just feel like it seems so inhumane, but they thought they were helping legitimately. Mm. And then they also did thoracoplasty, and that's where they would surgically remove several ribs from the chest in order to collapse the lung. <laughs> in that time, the surgery was common, and so the average patient required the removal of seven to eight ribs. That's but most so- surgeons preferred to only remove two to three at a time, so they would have to do multiple procedures. I don't do know the what's whole worse. Thing. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> and so they would literally like deflate one lung so the other one would work and give the one a rest and then reinflate it and do the same thing. I guess they don't get those rib bones back. Yeah, you can't like, put a rib, rib back. back. No, especially in that time you couldn't. <laughs> no. I'm sure there's a way you could somehow do it today, but probably not. I mean, the recovery time alone. I can't even imagine. Oh my gosh. Also, I'm like, they already can't breathe. You're make, I feel like that makes it harder to breathe. Yeah, like you're struggling to breathe. Let me take away one of your lungs. Yeah. I have no idea. And now it hurts to breathe because you are missing ribs. Yeah. And so only about 25% of the patients received for treatment are in the first or early stages of tuberculosis, while approximately 47% are in the advanced or last stages. And the remaining 27% is in the second stage. And so I feel like they only did those procedures to the people that were like really bad. Mm-hmm. But that was most, most people, of the people. Yeah, most people did not survive the surgeries yeah, either. But most of the people there were really bad. Yeah. The majority. So it's like how many people are having that surgery? And also there was like the doctor's houses were on East Pages Lane, which is the street you drive up. And one of the tour guides, I guess, that lived there like used to live in one of those houses and said you would like hear patients yelling probably from those kinds of surgeries and that pain on that floor, which is just so horrible. This is just a cool thing. They're on the old website, which is not active anymore. They had a page that I think they would post like newspaper articles from every about Waverly from back in the day. And the one that's stuck up there now was saying that um, the chief engineer, William V. Jordan at Waverly, built a portable x-ray device that had not been used before. So that was very interesting. Cool. So, and that helped a lot of people. And there was like, it explained how it worked. I didn't remember how Cool. But anyway. And so in the OR, people have door slamming on them. And like keeping you shut, like on our first tour, the tour guide had, and usually like the tour guide will have one person go ahead of you and one person stay at the end of the group to make sure. But then for the operation room, they had all of the guests go in and they stay by the door because they were like, this door slams shut on people and you can't get out like from the inside. Yeah. Which is so horrible. I didn't really want to be in there. No, every time we were in there, I was like, you sit by the door. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, spooky. But then one of the paranormal investigators, I think they talked to one ghost adventures i want to say they like heard a whistle in that room they caught it and then an investigator got punched or scratched on the back and like had a big bruise on camera in there oh my god and so they just played that clip and people like feel their sides hurting and get headaches in there which all makes sense because surgery and um on paranormal lockdown katrina and nick were in there and katrina started like i don't think he told her what was really in the room but it's also way really so you kind of know but like she felt like it was hard to breathe like the wind was like knocked out of her which is i feel like the surgery where you deflate one of the lungs and, yeah like, it's probably 
And then um, they also, Katrina was like against one of the windows and like she's sitting there against the window and there's like a large bang on it. And she like moves away from it really fast and everyone's like, what was that? And like nothing like flew at them or anything. It was just very loud hit against it while they were sitting there. Yeah. And then they walked out of the OR towards the solarium and Nick was ahead of them. They were behind him still like coming out of the operating room and he thought that he thought he saw them in front of him. And then he was like, you guys aren't up here. And they're like, no, we're back here. And it was very weird. And I was just like doppelganger. Oh, <laughs> but I don't okay. know. <laughs> I don't know. Or it could just been shadows. Yeah. But it's very weird. Also on the fourth floor, we'll go right in for the crawler. This guy is so creepy. People also call him the creeper. I'm pretty sure they call him the crawler because it's like a shadow figure that crawls on the walls and the ceilings and the floors like at people. It also probably likes being called the crawler better than the creeper. Yeah. But do you think it has feelings? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty creepy. It is creepy. I yeah. I have always heard it called the creeper yeah but, but i think they, they called, called it the, the crawler. crawler yeah which i don't know crawler I think scares some me a of them called it, it the creeper and some of yeah. the tour guides called the crawler. crawler i forgot which one i said <laughs> creeper and crawler yeah so it like will chase you and like <laughs> it doesn't stop like if you run it will come after you and so it's fair i think the tour guides are used to seeing it i don't think my eyes were like quite adjusted to see it but this thing is everywhere on the fourth floor but i don't know what to say it's not on other floors there's speculation that it's on the fourth floor because it could have been one of the patients that had its ribs removed. And that's why it's like crawling and that's hunched like, over, yeah. which is very weird and like spooky. And yeah. Mm, I don't like it. And then there's also Big Black and Sydney kind of had an experience with this, but Big Black is like a huge black mass and it smells like sulfur or like rotten eggs or something. And then it's supposed to like make you really dizzy, give you like a ringing in your ears. And just like, I guess if you tell it to go away, it goes away. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that anyone in their right mind in that moment would go, go away. I think I would freak out. Yeah. So when we were on the fourth floor, the first time that we went, we were all like looking down the hallway and stuff. The tour guide was like talking, I think. And I didn't smell sulfur or anything, but I definitely like, I started to get really dizzy and my vision did go dark. Like it's dark in there, but you can kind of see. Yeah. Like your eyes adjust. Like we weren't using flashlights. Like my eyes were adjusted, but it like, I had a moment where I was like, oh, I can't see. And I did hear like the ringing in my ears. And I remember I just like, I was already holding Katie's hand. We 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 held hands the whole time. (laughs) But I like, I think I also like grabbed your arm with my other hand and like just kind of steadied myself because I was like, I don't know what this is. And I felt totally fine and I was right next to you. Yeah. Which is so weird. And I didn't like say like go away or anything. We had just like heard about Big Black on Darker Side of Life. Yeah. But I like, I didn't say go away or anything, but I did kind of just like steady myself and then it went away. I don't know if it was just like I had like a little dizzy spell or if it was Big Black, but it was definitely weird yeah so also the second time we went when (laughs) my sister is here (laughs) shaking her head (laughs) but we had been on the fifth floor and we were gonna be brave walk down to the fourth floor and as we're literally on the fourth floor stair like in the stairwell one of the tour guys walks out into the stairwell and it's like someone got sick and we're like what and big black is said to make people sick but she goes yeah big guy got him and he puked (laughs) 
And we were like, okay. And we all turned around without saying a word. We so went right back upstairs. I don't want to accidentally step and puke. <laughs> no. And so someone literally was like made nauseous by the smell and something and like probably saw all black and vomited. I think it was in the OR actually. I think that's where someone said it was. We did not go back in there. The fact that she said big guy. <laughs> yeah, big guy. They're friends with him, I guess. He probably leaves the tour guides alone at that point. Yeah. But that's just crazy. That I was he like, threw I do not. Up. I was like, I do not want to smell it. I don't want to smell vomit or sulfur. <laughs> no, I don't want to smell either of those things. And so that was really weird. And now to the shadow figures, which honestly might be creepier at some points than Big Black and the. Well, the crawler is a shadow figure. The crawler is the freakiest one to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Shadow figures, I don't know. They freak me out just a little bit too. Oh yeah. So don't like them. <laughs> they're like everywhere. And I don't know. People don't know if they're human entities or if they're something else entirely. Like no one really knows what they are. But the fourth floor is the place to see them. And so actually there's a story that they told. And I think the shadow figures probably have a say in this. When people used to sneak into the building and there were these boys that snuck into the building at one point and they were on the fourth floor and the door to the stairwell was shut. But there's no locks on that door. Nothing blocking it. Nothing. The door was just shut. But like you can easily open it. And these boys had snuck up there were messing around on the fourth floor not supposed to be there. And the tour guide said it was like they were like surrounded. I don't know what was happening to them, but they were like screaming and they could, the door was like shut. Something was blocking the door and not letting them out. They literally got an ax and there are ax marks in the door. And I'll post a picture of this because we took a picture of it, but it's just on the door, like several ax marks. Yeah. They're like hacking it and it wouldn't open. And someone had called the cops because they could hear the screaming and the cops got there and the door was easily opened, but they were stuck there with things all around them, like freaking them out. And I'm just like, that would terrify yeah, me. Yeah, so scary. And so they told us that story before we went on the fourth floor. Yeah, that's what they start with. <laughs> yeah. And then you they separated our group. So our original group, the first time we went, was 50 people. And so it was 25 and 25 at different ends of the hallway. And we're standing like close to our tour guide. And then this girl that's right next to us who kept losing her friend. I would have been so upset if I had lost you. <laughs> so I'm standing there. She's like, okay, go to the end of the hall. Like walk down the hallway. I'll tell you when to stop by herself. And we were like... What are you talking she about? She was so brave for doing <laughs> it. I was like, I, we I would not do no. it. We were not doing it. It was creepy. But she is standing on there and then she tells us to stop eventually. And she's like, okay, do like a T pose, like put your arms out. And she was teaching us how to like look for the shadow figures. And like with the light, because it was still like mid, it was getting close to midnight. So the moon was like in like perfect spot for watching these things. And we're standing there and she's like, look for the shadows around her moving. And you could like see things like mocking her, putting their arms out and like moving them. And she's not moving at all. Mm -hmm. And everyone's kind of like, I'm seeing something in doorways. And she started hearing like footsteps near her. And she kept asking us if we were walking towards her and none of us were moving. And we're like, no, we're nowhere near you. Like you're completely by yourself down there. And then she walks back to us finally. And the tour guide goes, the crawler was right above you. It was like hanging over her i did not i honestly did not want to look at the no. ceiling so i did not notice she it. said i didn't want to tell you while you were down there yeah <laughs> i was like yeah no and then she asked if either of us wanted to go down and we said nope we don't want to do that i do not want to be alone in that building no at any point point. and then another guy went down this man looked like bob ross <laughs> he legitimately he looked really like did. bob ross <laughs> He was like a skeptic. Yeah. He was acting all like high and mighty, like nothing's going to happen. So he went down there standing. He's like, I'm not hearing anything. And then we could all see shadows though. Like from where we were watching, we were seeing shadows and stuff move and like peeping their heads out and everything. 
And one guy was seeing something in like a doorway, like on the ground. He He's freaked like, me out. He goes, he pointed at a doorway and it's like, that thing is watching me or something. And it was yeah, he so kept talking about it. It was really scary. I know. I was like, can you please stop talking about it right now? <laughs> and then he, the guy started walking, the Bob Ross guy kept walking back. He was walking back to us and he looked like something dark was like over him. And he was like getting bigger and taller, mm-hmm. like looming as he walked towards us. And he looked like he was walking super slow. It was very yeah. creepy. Well, and I think it was like, I think at one point we all thought that he was like mocking us by trying yeah. to walk weird. Yeah. But I don't think he was. I think it was the thing that was behind yeah. him was walking weird. Yeah. To like. It was really out. creepy. It was weird. And he was like felt fine. And I was like, you looked weird. Like, I don't know. His face. Like yeah. even his eyes. Like he just. Was creepy. Maybe he was just a weird dude. He's but, one of like, the last people we saw without masks. <laughs> Bob Ross man. Bob Ross man. <laughs> but not as nice as Bob Ross. No, definitely not. <laughs> That was just really weird. And then one more person went. It was like this really skinny tall guy. So like really skinny. And so he walks down. He's standing in the T-pose. He's the one that kept pointing and saying that thing is staring at me. And so he's standing down there. Everything's mocking like normal. Like every, like it was similar shadows that we'd seen the whole time. And then it starts to look like his waist is like quadrupling in size. Like yeah. he got like dark shadow. Like he grew. And it was like something was just like, again, over him, like making him look really big. And it was really creepy. And then our tour guy was like, and we're going to go meet him down there. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to go near this guy with this giant shadow around him. Walking down that hallway was scary. Yeah. Because that's when, when we walked down that hallway, I definitely saw something crouching in like a one yeah. of the well doorways. you told me that and i was like i don't want to look i don't <laughs> yeah. want to look it was really creepy it was very creepy that was when, that was probably the creepiest thing that i've ever done like i was like it was terrifying and that's when we like went to the or but i was just like i don't want to be on this hallway anymore yeah. but now we know how to look for shadow figures but anyway we're pros that was very creepy i'm just like i'm so glad i didn't know how to look for the crawler <laughs> and it wasn't coming right at me him. i'm like i do not need to see that but i'm just assuming it like went over our heads mm-hmm. which is also terrifying yeah i do have more things that happen on the fourth floor to other people mm-hmm. that was just our crazy story and so on the fourth floor i think this is on ghost adventures they asked what year it was in an evp and someone said 2010. It was 2010. So that was interesting. And then they also caught the voices, nurse, come here, make my bed, nurse, which is a very long sentence. And also, he can't stop you. I don't think I heard that one. I don't think I heard that one. But they did catch a second voice. And in the EV- in the OR room, they caught an EVP saying, good luck tonight, <laughs> which oh, is just what? like, oh, I don't want to hear those words from no. a ghost at Waverly on the fourth floor. No. And then they also caught the OR something saying, you got messed up heartbeats. <laughs> and I think I they like were talking. I like how informal that is. <laughs> I know. You got messed up heartbeats. Which also, but that kind of goes in line with our tour guide kept doing her spirit box and she was like having casual conversations with them. Yeah, they're cussing They were cussing <laughs> and she was like joking around with them and they were like responding. Yeah. I don't know if I heard everything she heard, but she does that for her living. So I assume she knows what she's listening mm-hmm. to. But it was like, That's they're true. pretty casual by now. Like yeah. the 1980s are not that different. Like, and also they hear people talking every day. They said, they told the tour guide that she taught them cussing. Yeah, they <laughs> so, did. I do remember that. That was yeah, funny. Like we heard that. And so, I don't know. You're from Kentucky. (laughs) Just like you. Kentucky. Sydney doesn't actually talk like that. No, I don't. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) No. Um, Also on the fourth floor, Zach sends Aaron by himself to walk down the hall by himself. Away from them. Aaron's walking 
And he thought he saw one of them in the room while he was walking. They were not near him. And then he's down at the far end, like the scary end of the fourth floor. Like that's where our tour guide told us to watch for shadow figures. And he's down there and then he caught a moan or a scream loud and i was like that would terrify me if i had heard a scream which is also not the first time like tina on kindred spirits talked about having something scream in her ear and so it's just like please don't do that to me in my ear i don't want to know that and then aaron also down there by himself (laughs) this is funny i have he like after the scream he made a comment that he thinks he said i think like two drops of pee came out And then literally on his EV, like he caught an EVP of a kid's voice saying, so what? (laughs) (laughs) The kid said, I pee my pants every day. (laughs) Wear a diaper. (laughs) Kristen. (laughs) Kristen wore a pad. (laughs) Because she was worried she was going to she was worried she's gonna be I didn't dance. know that yes you did but she didn't talked know. about it before I knew because that you our talked friend about doing it but I didn't know you actually did our friend Molly offered to buy adult diapers for all of us oh my gosh oh. I'm really glad that none of us Peter pants <laughs> nothing too crazy happened that <laughs> I mean the ball thing Kristen actually when that ball flew at us Kristen might have <laughs> anyways i just thought him saying i think like two drops of pee came out (laughs) that was all they really caught on ghost adventures and then kindred spirits had a lot of creepy things let me quickly actually i'm gonna jump to paranormal lockdown and then finish on kindred spirits because we love kindred we love them so on paranormal lockdown nick and his cameraman rob are walking around and out loud they hear a clear voice saying hey like it was so creepy and then nick also saw a shadow figure and he started to smell like a campfire smoky smell, which I don't know if that can be big black or not. I don't know. Because we haven't actually smelled big black. I don't think they say silver. They just say like it's a bad smell. Yeah. But I you shouldn't know. smell a campfire in there. Like even if someone's having a campfire anywhere, there's so much land around Waverly that yeah. you wouldn't smell it like distinctly on the floor. And it wouldn't only. be in one spot. Yeah. yeah. Like it would be everywhere because it's all open. Yeah. So it's very weird. So jumping now to kindred spirits because they caught weird stuff. So there's Adam and Amy and then Chip is their psychic. He's fun, you know, (laughs) Chip. So Adam and Amy were interviewing Tina and they met her before because they got on with ghost adventures or ghost hunters, not ghost adventures, ghost hunters. And so they were on the fourth floor because she said that whenever they had gone was when the fourth floor, I think, started to get more negative. Mm -hmm. But they went to room 424 and... Tina and like a group of investigators had been there and a really bad smell happened and they had been using a spirit box and the spirit box had like tons of screams and yelling and cackling happen and then uh they like turn it off eventually and it was just like really weird like they all smelled the bad smell and so she sent them to a different floor and she went back by herself and she saw a little blue light moving towards a solarium near that room and so she was like following it and then actually no sorry I read that wrong that happened before the spirit box was turned off with all those people. And so when it got to the solarium, it stopped, the blue light. And then that's when they went up. She made them leave. And she was down in there. And she was alone. And she asked if anyone was up there with her. And then her right ear, there was a loud shriek that made her, like, yell, you stop that. Like, she yelled that. And then the smell and the noise completely stopped. I think it was still there. Mm-hmm. And so 
I just can't imagine a shrieking in my ear. No. That would have scared the crap yeah. out of me. But that's also like where people with were having their surgeries and stuff. I don't know. But it was like a lot of voices. And so mm-hmm. I really want to take a spirit box to Waverly, but also that terrifies me. Yeah, same. I probably wouldn't do it. But also we never knew the room numbers, but there are room numbers. So we should look for them mm-hmm. the next time. Yeah. Because 424 sounds I was just creepy. that too. We've probably been in there. Yeah. But we didn't know. On the So on the fourth floor, they all saw something that looked like it was pacing and peeking out, I think. I don't actually know. But that happened on that. Somebody saw that. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. And then Adam and Amy kept going, I feel like I can't stop staring down the hallways. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's how I felt. Yes. Was that I can't stop staring. Yeah. Like whenever our tour guides were talking, I was like, I can't look at you. I have to look down the hall. Like I have mm-hmm. to know what's going on. So they were talking in 424 where they were like asking if they were like angry, if they wanted to talk to them, if they wanted to give a message to their family or something. And they caught a EVP yelling, no, like loud, like it's screaming scary. at yeah. them. <laughs> And so they're like, okay, message received. Like, we're going to go for the night. And so then they researched the next day. And there were several things. Like, there was reports of an orderly had killed one of his coworkers. Another guy ran over a nurse on the road in front of Waverly. And then another woman's husband was being treated there. And she had cheated and was killed by her lover <laughs> while they were in there. And they had seven children. And so all their children Gosh. had to be given to the state because their mom was dead and the dad was in Waverly and he died in 1956 at Waverly so that's sad but his name was Charles something Clements that name is listed on the list I found OMG I was talking about it with Kristen and I was like I have to look and that is on there that's crazy and so but they kind of put that to the back of their head mm-hmm. and then Chip they brought him Chip the psychic the next day or the later that night whenever and they he was picking on someone up on someone angry in that room and he was like it's like a box and whatever like this whole area and the person just wanted people to get away from them it didn't like anyone and chip said he can give you symptoms and i was like is that like what big black is supposed to be i don't know Ooh, but interesting also if it's a human i don't know why it would make a smell but i, I don't, don't know. know yeah but he said it can give you symptoms so maybe he can do some of the symptoms. I don't know. But that's what Chip said. I also don't, I don't know what I feel about psychics. We, neither of us do, mm-hmm. I don't think. And so I don't fully know. Yeah. But he's always pretty spot on. So he's, it's weird. creepy yeah. and I don't like it really. But I like Chip. I don't like what he does. Yeah. <laughs> we separated. Yeah. And he said that this guy killed people, but not at the sanatorium and can inflict physical stuff. I'm thinking maybe he was picking up on two different things. Like the mm-hmm. angry person. And maybe he was picking up on Big Black. Maybe. Maybe. Because I don't yeah. know. But also there was the orderly that killed a co-worker. I don't know. Yeah. That's also probably not every single person that's done something bad at Waverly. Like three yeah, people sure. out of the whole <laughs> the whole history of Waverly probably doesn't make sense. And so then they decided to do, oh, but Jeff was talking about, and he kept picking up on the letter C, Charles Clements. And he said CCC, which is another name. I think his middle name is something else with a C. That wasn't in the record, and I couldn't remember because I didn't write it down from the episode. But they caught an EVP also saying the last name Mitchell. And I think Mitchell was the last name of the lover that killed the guy's wife. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. And then they also asked if the guy felt like his life was taken from him and he responded, yes. And so Amy is sitting on the ground later doing their spirit box session. 
which we love how they do the spirit box session because Amy plugs in her headphones and listens or Adam and they listen to only the spirit box one person and they put a blindfold on and the other person asks questions and that person can't hear and they're just responding which I think that's a way better way to do a spirit box so it's not super distracting for everybody yeah and you're not reading into the answers that you want yeah. yeah And so Amy was like hearing a lot of voices, she said, and there were lots of random words and rude phrases coming through like, what's it to you? And I'm hiding over here and like weird stuff. And then they're also doing an SLS camera, which like maps figure, like stick figures kind of. And there's a figure like in front of Amy, like moving and not moving, not moving a lot. And she said that she like felt like something was on top of her. Mm-hmm. And they like were like, yeah, there is like, it was really weird because at first I thought it was her. And then... It was like moving in ways that Amy could not move and it was getting longer and moving mm-hmm. its legs and stuff. But and then it kept shutting off on itself multiple times and Adam was getting angry. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, This is so stupid, this stupid thing. <laughs> and then then they're standing later in the hallway. Chip was gone, I think. And Amy like said she saw like she looked down the hallway and saw an actual apparition and she said it wasn't a shadow figure. Like it was a person and it scared the crap out of her. And then Adam saw it too with his own eyes. And they didn't get it on camera, which makes me sad. But also I feel like you wouldn't catch that on camera mm-hmm. for some reason. But it's so weird. And then Amy also got touched and thought it was Adam, but he wasn't touching her, which is what happened to Kristen when something touched her leg on the fourth floor which also this is on the fourth floor and so it's just mm-hmm. like very weird that she got touched in a similar way because how she described it was very similar to how Kristen felt something just like poke Brush her leg her. yeah like very weird also I didn't remember this I didn't put this in my notes for some reason but on the original Ghost Hunters on the fourth floor Steve was walking and something like grabbed his ankle and there was like a branch sticking out but he was not near the branch like you can see in the video he actually like Dave was like was it the branch and he was not near it in the footage mm-hmm. and like he's like no something like grabbed my ankle and it was very weird. Yeah. And so that is all really. But I want to tell one final <laughs> funny story because it's like our palate cleanser. Yeah. This is the last not creepy thing. So we, when we were on the fourth floor, so our second tour, we were supposed to be on our, our group that we got placed in was on starting on the fourth and fifth floors. And then we were going to work our way down and then back up to the third floor. And then, so this is, then we end up getting moved to a different group. So we did all of that again. But we were, so when we were on the fourth floor the first time, we asked the tour guide where we should stand to best see shadow figures, like where she liked to stand to look for them. Cause Kristen really, really wanted to see them. And so she's like, stand at the far end of the fourth floor solarium. And so we're standing there and <laughs> we're all watching. We're trying so hard and we all see this figure walk full body apparition, full body walk from the inside of the solarium to the window. And we could not see it. Like it looked like it disappeared into the wall. And like me and Sydney both had the thought, like, I don't know how to go on with my life. I anymore. thought my life was never going to be the same. <laughs> I literally was like, I don't know what to do now. Like, I don't know what to tell people. Like, I don't know what to I was do. Like, do I become a full time ghost hunter now? Like, yeah. what happened? <laughs> like, is this our origin story? <laughs> And Kristen was like, he had a hat on. <laughs> and I didn't fully, honestly, I didn't fully see the hat. Like, I was not, I was paying attention more to him walking. Yeah, I was paying attention to the, his legs yeah. in the way that I yeah. saw his legs But moving. Kristen was like, and honestly, this guy looked see-through. Like, he looked he like a shadow. Looked, he looked like a shadow figure. And Kristen was like, and so then we start walking. I did not want to walk towards it. Sydney wanted to walk towards it. Kristen we wanted were, to walk towards we it. We were recording. <laughs> yeah. Sydney starts pulling out her voice memo, trying to talk to this Because we don't have an EVP. So I was 
like, yeah. let's just record. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to add this clip, I think, hopefully, oh my gosh. to the end of this. I hope not. <laughs> but it's so funny. And Sydney is like asking, talking to this apparition. We're walking towards it. And We're asking, asking questions. questions. And like Kristen's going, I, I like, like your hat. <laughs> And Sydney is asking that we're like asking this. I think I asked one question. Sydney definitely asked the most questions. I was trying to <laughs> communicate with the ghost. And then we we're see. like, we're like, were you a doctor here? Yeah. <laughs> like, and then literally we see we get a little that it closer. was a person, and they had just like somehow he got like in a corner of the wall that we couldn't see him, but he looked like a person. He was just he was a, a guy per- on the like, tour. We thought he was a ghost, and he was just some random dude. And they were so embarrassed because they were like, "He just heard us." We've say been all of that. standing there for we walked like, away maybe so five fast. minutes. <laughs> we had the full recording of when we noticed it, and we're like, "Oh no, there's a guy." There. <laughs> it's absolutely the most embarrassing moment. But I really think we should add it to the end because it's one of the most embarrassing things we've ever. We'll discuss. <laughs> if we decide to put it in here here it is if not it'll be on our patreon someday (laughs) i'm just kidding oh my gosh maybe Uh, (laughs) we just saw you walking can you tell us your name can you tell us if you were going somewhere you looked like you knew where you're going where can you tell us where you're going were you just trying to get some fresh air? By the big windows or something? That's something there. something So anyway, that is all I had for Waverly. Oh, I love it. But we definitely want to go back. Oh, yeah. Everyone should want to go back with us. Yes, party. The next time we're going to go, this is, I think is our plan, is we're going to get there. Not We're going to go way earlier. Yes. And we're going to try and go in one of the daytime historical tours to see everything from the daylight because we haven't really gotten to do mm-hmm. that. And then we're going to sleep for a few hours and then do an overnight. Mm-hmm. I think that's the ultimate. That's the move. Yeah. So if And like we do an overnight, us, like a personal. Yeah. So we small need. Group seven more people yes. is a hundred bucks each then party let's go so texas sign up i'm just kidding <laughs> texas you all have our numbers DM us, right please so that is way really hills amazing and that was our first episode of something sick we did it we're very excited yes so follow us on our instagram something sick podcast in our Twitter, a sick podcast. Something sick podcast is too many characters. So Rip. please look up yeah. a sick podcast. And you can email us at something sick podcast at gmail.com. Heck yes. Because that would be really fun. Yeah. We, send us like requests or something. Yeah. We'd have a list and we want to add to our list of things we want to cover. So yeah. Thanks for joining us. We hope this wasn't too horrible. It was probably very awkward for our first one. It's all right. We're going to learn. We just want to do Waverly because we have lots of personal experiences. With yeah. So. Got to start out on a high note. See ya next week. See you next week on Something Sick. Thank you.